0: How'd you like to have a great death scene? I laughed nervously and said, Let's talk. It would make sense to go out gloriously. The closer I came to the day Spock was scheduled to die, the more a sense of ominous foreboding settled over me. The effect caught me totally by surprise. When I walked onto the set that fateful morning and saw the radiation chamber, which would be the instrument of Spock's death, I felt like a condemned man viewing the gas chamber for the first time. I wasn't the only one affected. The mood on the set was decidedly somber and hushed. As if out of reverence for the soon to be dead. But I knew the best way to get through this was to focus on the day's work. You can't replace Leonard Nimoy. Well,
1: you don't. So distra- no, 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 Fr- traitor,
2: but
0: you don't. Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know who Nimoy is. That's what you just said. He said Leonard Nimoy. Nimoy. Yeah, I don't know who the hell that is, but it doesn't exist. <laughs> and just just in case Nimoy. if he's out there, you're on my bucket list to meet. Leonard Nimoy had done that book on. Uh, like Jewish mythicism with yeah I remember that actually yeah, he came to Houston uh to do a book signing, and so I was by myself had nothing to do, and I'm like, I want to go and just meet them like i i from and this sounds funny, I don't really care about Star Trek, but from the- from the Transformer movie where he played Galvatron's voice. I've always been a huge fan From that moment on I just I loved his voice Edit all, all this out Edit all this out Dude I just so I, I love his voice The dude has such no, a He has, has a wonderful voice And everything did. But then you have to
1: Transformers
0: Well no I saw That's your
1: frame I, of reference I, I, Not Invasion of the Snatchers I've Not search of I've been such a big fan Ever since you
2: played Galvatron's voice In the new Transformer movies
1: So he did like On an afternoon
0: For like bus fare Tony you're close We're about to kick you out Of the podcast that close, <laughs> hey dude. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it real. No, I mean, I I did see. What was the other movie I saw of him? It was not too long ago. Actually, what was that? Remember that old TV show that was like... Um, in Search Of? In Search Of. Yeah. Where he did the voiceover, the narration? Yeah. That, dude, he just has such a cool voice. My mom lately has been on a Fringe, like the TV show Fringe yeah. thing. So John rhys So we've so we watch we been watching Fringe like every time she comes over. And he was great in Fringe. As, as Oh, uh,
1: wait. I'm thinking, I'm sorry. I got confused with Sliders for a minute there. No, no. Fringe is the one. I, I know what yeah. you're talking about now. I didn't realize he was on that Sliders?
0: Though. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, I know. Dude, you're going... <laughs> that's way back, dude. That's... Uh,
1: well, I thought you were pick, taking guys with great voices. So I was going with John Rhys-Davies, who also has a great booming voice. Which you character? mean John Rhys-Davies? I have no idea. He was, he was in uh, Rings of the Lost Ark.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. uh, he's Grumly in The Lord of the Rings, right? Is he? I you don't know. I don't I watch those so. movies. Yeah, Leonard Nimoy. So know. did you meet him at this fucking thing? Oh, no, no. Okay, so we went to this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't finish the story. So I go to this thing. He's signing autographs. He's in the building. I'm outside. I'm thinking, oh, this must be the line to get in. Okay, so I get in line, and I'm like, I'm just going to walk up and shake his hand. They said, well, there's a 200-person limit to go into the building. I'm like, all right. occupancy probably. Yeah, so I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, well... So what are we waiting for? And like, oh, we're waiting for one person to come out so the next person can go in because people aren't leaving the building. There must have been like 400, 500 people outside the building just waiting to get in one at a fucking time because the people in there don't want to leave. So I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there, sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. Eventually, he walked out the back door, and I never got to see him. Or, dude, you couldn't even see him. But it was interesting. It was kind of cool. I was like, damn, I really want to meet him. I'm, so, I'm wondering how many copies of the book called Jewish mysticism he actually sold <laughs> I, versus guys I, in rubber ears. I was about to say. I would have been the guy. Can you sign my rubber ears, sir? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Not even a Can you sign my Gobletron Please sign Um, my Gobletron At least that would Be novel I would Think I would hope he seems like he has a really cool sense of humor. Now I did watch a documentary about him, like where he started out as an actor and Yeah, he, he, he was a, to be a serious actor and he became Spock. Yeah. You know? And he,
1: he he got past it, but I'm sure there were a number of years there where he was really unhappy well, about every ended
0: up as time, biz, Spock. Every time I think every time I think of the Leonard Nimoy, I always think of the character from Galaxy Quest.
1: Right, Alan Rickman. I, yeah, Alan yeah, Rickman.
0: I'm just like I, I can imagine him like you know, Alan Rickman went out there and said, Tell me some Spock stories. They're like, He was such a bitter man. He was so <laughs> full of rage.
1: Well, I mean Trekkie love that movie because they see it as an accurate reflection of the
0: individual actors who played those roles. Really? Uh, that's, that's what I've heard anyway. I, we watched it on Netflix. She loves it. She thought it was hilarious. I I, thought, I tried to explain it but she, she's not into sci-fi the most but She enjoyed it's, it. it.
1: Well, it's a cute movie that stands on its own. It just helps if you have that metatext
0: yeah. involved in it as well. Ooh, metatext. Somebody's been going through a thesaurus again. <laughs> thesaurus.
1: <laughs> I knew that
2: shit was coming. What? I knew that shit was coming. Old joke. It's an old joke. Frank doesn't pronounce it Thesaurus. He pronounces it Thesaurus. Thesaurus? And when I asked him what the fuck is a Thesaurus, he's like, I don't believe in saying it Thesaurus. It sounds like a goddamn dinosaur.
0: <laughs> the machine sent a Terminator back to the time before the war to kill my mother, Sarah Connor. Sir, let me save her. What you're doing right now, this is the end of the war.
1: they can't even make good Terminator movies have you seen the scenes from that Terminator Genesis
0: no or, I mean right. not the scenes but have you seen some of the, the images like no, got? it looks dude, dude, dude. Real I, bad, I was on man. board with the last Terminator movie I enjoyed it all the way up to the end when he gave away his heart and I was like oh man it was horrible dude that was the worst script ending I'm talking about Salvation Yeah With Christian Bale The movie yeah. sucked so no, no, bad the, oh, No the movie was well. pretty good yeah. uh, dude That no, was oh, decent. No, For, no, for the Terminator universe The first half of it Is not that bad Even with him being A, a cyborg And I thought I thought it was gonna be like He was so trying shitty. to Infrastrate Or trying to, to I don't know It just it, it seemed cool I mean for a sci-fi Terminator movie It was fine But it got to the end And it was just Horribly done I mean, if I just, it made no sense to me. Even when they had the, the CG Arnold, I thought that was kind of a cool touch.
1: Uh, let me put it this way. I didn't hate it while I was watching it. It had its moments. But overall, even from the very beginning, I was finding it disappointing. I, I'd say even 15 minutes into the movie, I was like, well, this isn't going to be one of the, the, the prizes in the, the canon. Well, what did you so, think and of
2: the the ending was just Incredibly bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three, I don't think, think that was that bad.
0: It was okay. I, I, I it. three. Actually, I like the ending of it where where you find out when you yeah. pull up the world. Yeah, yeah I, I remember because I just finished watching that again for like the second, third time on a, well, a channel recently, and I, I never paid that much attention to the ending and then I really I sat there and I was like that's kind of cool they made Skynet actually uh, wireless like she never really had or it never had a body I was like that was kind of cool so I remember seeing that one and then of course they showed the next one was Salvation so I sat through Salvation and, uh, and like I said it was a war cyborg movie all the way but that ending was just I mean, whoever wrote that ending just be taking a bite and shot. But it was horribly fun. Well
1: horribly. It, you're talking about the third one. The third one had some pretty cool action sequences. I liked the Terminatrix. I liked the the Chase with the Crane. The chase with yeah. the crams There's on. a lot of cool stuff in there. And again it did have your Planet of the Apes ending. Where after the second one, they ended hopeful. It's like, yes, we can stop the apocalypse. And the third one's like, eh, no, we just forestalled it. Yeah. Boom. Roll, roll, boom, boom, yeah. um, boom. Where the fourth one, I didn't, I didn't feel like it knew where it was going to go. I, don't, I, I really don't remember that movie very well because I don't recall what impact anything that well, happened in the movie had in the mythos. It didn't go anywhere interesting. It, and Christian Bale was not particularly interesting as John Connor either. Well, say, i said saying
0: I personally enjoyed the first half of the movie. It's just that last – The final half was just horrible. Kill white folks and they pay you for it? What's not to like? I like the way you die, boy. He
2: is a rambunctious sword, ain't he?
0: What's your name? Django. The D is silent. Dude, literally I've watched Django like... Four times already It's such it. a good movie right? Django 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 It's it, it, easily it, the
1: best one Since Pulp Fiction Yeah or Easily I,
0: I, I Okay so Did you read the graphic novel No to not yet I, I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna that's, my, to. that's like my next read I have to read So I watched Pulp Fiction again Because that's just
1: By the way I'm looking forward. Django Zorro Is going to be coming out of Dynamic in the, in the coming months I'm totally getting that Trade River back well,
0: I'm, I'm okay. anxious
1: Because you realize Tarantino's actually Helping
0: to write that one Really? Yeah I'll, ch- I'll check yours out so, I watched Pulp Fiction. With Matt Wagner, by the watched way. Watched Reservoir Dogs. Because all this is on Netflix. Yep. Then I watched uh, Kill Bill 1 and 2, which eh, they still hold up. I don't care for those movies. Watched Jackie Brown. That was okay. I thought, I thought that I, was. I like
1: Jackie Brown better than Kill Bill. That was okay. Yeah.
0: Um, and then what was. Uh, and that was it. I guess that was what it Five so, Rooms? Huh? You throw in Five Rooms? Well, I saw that. Uh, that's never held the, up. The Robert Redford gets one of the best part anyway. Yeah, that one's never held up very well. So, rewatched those. Like one of the last few months, what about Inglorious Bastards, I'd have to rewatch that one. I don't like. I, saw, I do not like Inglourious uh, Bastards. I find it boring as fuck. Uh it's it's okay. Like I enjoy. I own the movie. It's okay. It's not a fantastic, great movie. But it's 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 Tarantino at his normal. I mean, I still think he gets a lot of praise for a lot of ripping off other people's stuff. But Django, I have to give it to him. Man, I, I watched it, and I don't. I don't want to like it. Kind of like I like, fucking love it. I, I don't want to so like it, great. but it's just so well done. Yeah. I can't. I have to get especially when it's him and the dentist. Um, um, oh yes, yeah, doc, yeah. doc. Yeah, I really wish they had expanded that. I enjoy that story because it just his his views on the culture. I was just, it's a good movie. So I've I've had Django on the brain. Django. It's such a great fucking movie though. Yeah, it's a good movie.
1: The only part I feel That kind of drags Is when they're in the, the, On the plantation With uh, DiCaprio's character That, that sequence your Candy." Yeah that sequence Runs a little longer Than I, I could have done um, I could, That could have been Trimmed up a little
0: bit more That's, that's where the movie Goes very Tarantino though like, yeah, it, but Tarantino—the
1: the worst, most indulgent aspects of Tarantino. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because up to then, it's it's a very solid kind of really cool western, very intense, it just yeah. you can feel the gravity of the movie. But then at the end, yeah, it's very Tarantino. It's just like Looney Tune violence all of a sudden. Like the Looney Tune violence comes out, where he's like, "Tell Michelle goodbye, bye Michelle." Boom! And she like no, I love that. That the room. I was like, I was like, okay, that's a little Looney Tunes. That man. is the
1: Hulk punching Thor of the Django movie.
0: his it's just flying backwards after getting shot. Now, great. Samuel Jackson has not had such a great character to play since. Oh, he
1: chewed the scenery, yeah. man. Oh, I
0: loved him in it. He dude. was awesome. Uh, I mean, he hasn't been that great since Jules, man. In my mind, he hasn't been that great since Jules. Man, I don't know, but it was it was a wonderful performance. I remember you when I, I watched was able it, to forget. I, won't lie, I forgot at some points that was Samuel L. Jackson. Like, that's what I was about to say. Is that's like the first time in a long time
1: where I could forget that I was watching Sam Jackson. I was just watching the character. Yeah, he just got absorbed he, into that role. That he
0: created like you. What was his name? Uh, was it Otis? No, um, I can't remember his character's name now. That character, like he created that character. That, that creation had life. It wasn't Samuel L. Jackson Played a character It was this character And you're watching him I was And I was, you fucking hated The shit out of that guy Oh yeah dude You just Oh yeah it was a great movie So I'm sorry we're off topic.
1: we way so off uh, So we were talking Inhumans Steven. Steven, Steven Steven Steven
0: Steven Steven
1: Fuck man, it's just so much. Been there, done that. You know, it's it's it's. Marvel is Nirvana, and DC is Bush. Oh my god, that was
2: cold blooded. Wow, it, that really works for me because I really have a deep hatred for Bush.
1: <laughs> I actually kind of like Bush, but glycerine really? Yeah. Machine Head, really? Uh, Greedy Fly. Do uh, you ever see the video for Greedy Fly? I don't care. Don't it care. rocks, though, dude. It's uh, really cool. And that dude's married to Gwen Stefani. The yeah. world is not right. Man, well, he's a pretty man. I can, I can see where she would go that way. I had more respect for Gwen, Gwen Stefani back in the day. The more I've been exposed to her, the more I find her just not fairly common in terms of her tastes and such. So she totally makes sense with a Gavin Ross deal.
2: Yeah. You you kind of – when she was first coming out with No Doubt, you were like, damn, like she's – like the head of a rather popular group, and she's yeah. female, and the music sounds different. You know, what I mean, yeah. It, no, nobody sounded like no it's doubt. The,
1: they, they were the biggest band to have that ska influence that there ever was.
2: And and her cadence was
1: different, mm-hmm. and
2: she she was gorgeous, you know, and everything. But um, as soon
1: as she got married and she was happy, the songwriting just went.
2: Well, and then and, and then, then she, and she went like, full hip hop like music, baby. Well, and then she went.
1: Super cookie cutter hip hop with it, well, and it the was just like what I listen to love music, uh, Love Angel Music Baby, and I I listened to it ironically. I thought that she was joking. I thought that that was a good like she was just going through the catalog of stuff that she liked as a kid, and she was just sort of remaking that like her own version of that. And it wasn't until later I realized no, she meant to make songs like that, and they're fucking empty and, and yeah, cheesy. This, and, this
2: shit is bananas.
1: B A N A N A S.
2: Yeah. That was a, That's a legitimate song written by a legitimate songwriter.
1: That was actually about somebody, too. I can't remember who it was about. But, again, you know... Her. She, the song's called Hollaback Girl. She's saying she's not a Hollaback Girl, and all she's doing in the song is hollering that. She doesn't really know who she is, really, does she? Yeah. She but, is a Hollaback Girl. But
2: Nirvana, though.
1: But Nirvana, though. It, well, or, 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 okay. Or, or if you're British, then DC is Nirvana, and Marvel is the Pixies. So, just a. Fix that for you guys. I'll, I'll time correct that for you. People hate Nirvana. Do you know that? Who hates Nirvana? Almost everybody hates Nirvana. But people hate. Well, is yeah. it because everybody's been wearing Nirvana shirts for the last twenty yeah. years? Is that yeah. what? And, and they think that. Um, and, and they really, they only have two good albums and a few other cuts besides. And even there, there's one of their good albums is kind of only half good.
2: Everybody thinks that they only wrote one song and it smells like Teen Spirit, and that's a that's just a damn shame. If you if you so, the, if the first song you think of when you hear Novrana is "Smells Like Teen Spirit," but you're, you're, miss, you know, you're missing out on a lot of really good music.
1: It is—it is, it is a pretty great song, though. It is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of that song. Is it's so no tired. in bloom. That song it's, it's, is so tired. It's no in bloom. It's no lithium. It's no heart shaped box. And heart
2: shape box too. I can do without that song. Too. That is
1: a it, fucking great
0: ser- song. Man. Serve
1: the Servant,
2: senseless apprentice. As, yeah. Oh my god! I'm man. not as big on senseless apprentice. I, I do something, like something. Something in the way. These are, something
1: in the way is one of the greats. Okay, amazing.
2: Yeah. Um, and there are people who have never heard something in the way, but they will tell you they've heard "Smells Like Teen Spirit" a thousand times, and that makes me sad.
1: Well, but they won't tell you what Bush songs they like, probably. Glycerine, 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 glycerine. Well, okay. If you put smells like Teen Spirit against glycerine, it becomes pretty sad. I mean, even more sad than it already was.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah. So anyway, people have totally uh, Nirvana. People like Nirvana. And this is another thing that this we're going way off topic here. <laughs> um, and this is going to sound really harsh, and we may not want to air this. And I think I've mentioned this with you before. How sad is it that Axl Rose didn't kill himself for OD?
1: Hey, re- no, I. I, I that's what. Can of those you things, imagine I, I how I, huge Guns N' Roses no, would yeah. be
2: now if he would have just died? Yeah. Instead, Guns N' Roses is a joke. People don't realize Guns and Roses killed an entire genre of music guns and roses killed hair bands
1: no i don't know I, I, yes. I would disagree with that guns nirvana, and roses nirvana killed killed, no hair nirvana Rock. killed the hair bands nope no nope, sir but nirvana probably would have never... killed thrash and that was a damn shame but. okay uh, you wouldn't have had nirvana without guns and roses though because guns and roses is what brought Rock music back to its its bluesy roots, its hard rock roots, uh, they were legit, they were great, people fucking love them, and the that push towards authenticity in the rock came from guns N' Roses, um, so yeah, absolutely, Axl Rose probably should have jumped off of something if, if he wanted to ensure his legacy instead of looking l- like did you ever see that footage of him? I think he 's in a South American country where he 's singing in a yellow raincoat and he looks like a couch. <laughs> He looks like a couch, right? Oh, oh and the boy. thing is, too, is he's wearing this plastic raincoat, and then he has his face, and just like, where did the plastic stop and the human flesh start? Oh no, no, <laughs> no! Like like a bad cheap vinyl couch, right? Right, oh, very yeah. No, it, he actually looks like the old ladies who used to cover their couches in in drapes in the, and would never let you sit on them. He looked like one of those couches. Oh, he didn't look axel. like the couch so much as the covering of the couch while it was on the couch with, like a, with like a red
2: throw on the on one arm. That's unfortunate. Whereas I think the Guns and I mean, so I, a lot of people don't like Nirvana. Um,
1: and I, but, but, I completely respect. Still that. This, I didn't like Nirvana initially, or I had this, issues with them initially.
2: There's still so. this legendary aura around Nirvana. Well, because that Guns and like, Roses doesn't have anymore.
1: What, what you got? See, that's the thing with Nirvana. As much as I like Nirvana, no, it's because they George Costanza. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, they, actually, they, 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 yeah. Kurt Cobain left the room on top. Right. He said, "Thanks very much, everybody. And good night." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're absolutely right. Because that's just it. Is I didn't. I, I liked Sir Nirvana, but I really began to pay attention to them and appreciate them after he indebted himself. Honestly, there are a lot of other acts who have a stronger catalog. Uh, or we have just more songs that I like than Nirvana. There's a lot of Nirvana songs that I fucking hate, that I just don't want to listen to. There's whole albums by Nirvana I don't want to fucking listen to. But the highs are higher because of the context, because of how it made you feel in 1994 when you first heard that this guy had killed himself. And you, you thought about the, the, his wife grieving and his daughter being, or, or not orphaned, but, well, what do, you, what do you call that? a half-orphan? once removed widowed i don't know it's (laughs) uh and then you get all the fucked up shit with tori amos has professional widow singing about how uh, Cobain was driven to suicide by the wife and it's just like you end up with this great drama there's your inhumans movie there's your game of thrones right there oh shit um where axel rose doesn't have that what you have instead is slashes on fucking talking dead occasionally mentioning what he likes about zombies
2: yeah and they're asking questions like Would you wear the hat if you were in the zombie apocalypse? Oh, you saw that one. Uh, Oh, god, that that was was the one I've actually. uh, That girl I live with. (laughs) Make a note to edit that. Um, Actually recorded. Actually recorded that one. So uh, we actually watched a talking. (laughs) That
1: was not a good example. Just just to put it out there, because we we've watched every episode of. We watched a couple of them, but that was one of among the worst. The worst episodes are always the ones with a lot of pretty people. Or the ones with like musicians because they're just they don't talk good they don't they do they, no. they don't slash talk so no good. good
2: slash want rock slash not talk good yep. Um let me see what's another band that's I think Stone Temple Pilots is still underrated
1: I, yeah agreed
2: um, I think Pearl Jam is overrated I think
1: yeah, Pearl Jam kind of did the whole Grateful Dead thing where they would just like tour continuously and you'd get like. Gem heads who would like record every sh- concert in every town and shit, so that became more of a phenomenon than a band to some degree. And I, I don't. But they've they've had several really great albums though. It's just I got tired of the the sound. I don't know where Allison Chains is. Allison Chains, I think
2: underrated. Allison Chains might be the best band of all of them, uh, but Allison Chains just it never got the big radio play. Mm. He uh. They just never got big enough before the band, and I know they're still making music with the, the replacement dude, mm-hmm. but it just didn't – I think that Alice and Chains might be the best band at all. I, of
1: I have to admit that after listening to this music for all these years, I have a much easier time listening to an Alice and Chains album from beginning to end than pretty much any of the other ones we've talked about. Yeah, But we're fucking dating ourselves because we have not mentioned a band that was created – before the 2000s. And for the most part, we're not even talking about bands that were still in existence well, before because, the 2000s.
2: Because most bands nowadays are one-hit wonders. Yeah. You, yeah. you don't get bands that make multiple albums or, and are popular anymore. They, they, they make one album, and then that's it. And then they'll make a greatest hits album out of their own album. It's really weird how they do this kind of stuff now. But, yeah, it, the music industry just generates one-hit wonders now. Yeah. They, they're not looking for a well, it's, it's, they, it's all driven by iTunes they're all copying, downloads. They're all copying other sounds. Hip-hop's the worst. You'll oh, have God. one guy come out with a, with a different cadence, and I'm telling you, the next week, you'll have five songs where all the hip-hop artists and rappers are just using that same cadence. It's really bizarre how quickly they copy one song, and you'll have five singles out the next like three weeks. And they all sound exactly the same as the one song that got popular three or four weeks ago because they can knock those things out because so much of it is just digitally produced. The beats and everything like that, it's all canned stuff. You're just arranging it differently and sometimes not arranging it differently. Right. Um, it, it's, it's so, whereas, you know, a band has to go get into a studio with a, unless you're like Nickelback. Mm-hmm. And you've just got a freaking catalog of CDs, and you just pop it in and you just sing the same
1: stuff Although, over it again. I, I don't know if you saw, they had a slideshow where they showed all the bands that have come and gone since Nickelback, you know, in 2000, and the tool was on the list, uh, which isn't quite accurate. But it's like, it was mostly these awful one hit wonders, like the guys you sang, Butterfly. Yeah. Come, my baby. Come. Yeah. And it's like, for starters, these are not great bands to be associated with, with but also. When you have music that is as dispassionate and as fabricated as Nickelback's, and that's that's exactly Nickelback is one hundred percent. It's just fabricated yeah. hits. There's just a bunch of guys who are in there like, yeah, let's play another song like our last song, you know. And then I'm going to go fuck a groupie. Uh, yeah, it's easy to keep that up. Yes. You're not. You're, there's no artistic pretensions there. There's no highs they're trying well, to reach. And I'm going to say this like, though, solidly, Sammy, Sammy. I'm going to
2: say this. It's not. It's not easy because not everybody does it. They've figured some well, they, those Canadian no, fucks, just, dude. Because they, they they, they did out. not
1: snort a lot of cocaine. They didn't they didn't go overboard with the booze and the cocaine. It's just, none of it's so genuine. they're still so they're still functional. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Bands can do that kind of shit. You know, I mean Bon Jovi and fucking Aerosmith are still putting out music. God help us. God just, help us. It's just being sober enough to actually get through it, the albums and the tours. And you'll continue to make that money. That's really what it comes down to is being popular enough to where people will forgive you for when you completely bottom out so you can come back sober and continue to tour and produce albums that are similar to the shit that you did years before.
2: Yeah. It's uh, but but it, you can just tell it's just I don't. But a lot of people like that stuff. They don't. They don't. They don't want. Oh, Nickelback was an extremely popular band. They, people they, they still want really dumb, like they Nickelback. They want dumb music because they just they, want something they, that they, they can want play shit with. They play in the
1: background. Right, that makes all they want. All right.
2: Whereas you know, uh, in my opinion, I'm maybe you know again we're dating ourselves again. I think that some of the shit that there's that Alice in Chains. God, I'm fucking blanking on. Allison Chains lead singer. um, Lane Staley? Lane Staley. Some of this shit Lane was fucking, Lane had some fucking demons, dude. And you can hear that shit in that music. Kirk, Kurt, Kurt, (laughs) Kurt had some fucking demons and you can hear that shit. The lead singer in
1: Nickelback doesn't have demons. One of his best songs is he's singing about doing a rail and getting a blowjob. It's like, that's not a demon. That's, you know, Saturday night. It, yeah, it's just, it's not, it's not,
2: it's yeah. gross. Another band, I think Soundgarden, majorly overrated, majorly overrated, Did, and a lot are, of that... Are is they rated of, anymore? A lot of, oh I yeah, thought they'd kind of... A lot of that's because of Chris Cornell, because that motherfucker doesn't go away. And he has an age vampire mode. Yeah, that's creepy too. Yeah. But yeah, Chris Cornell doesn't go away. People think that he's some, it's weird. Chris Cornell is some sort of weird, like, music god, and I don't know why. Like, I don't get... Chris Cornell's I, I just, not successful, but he is successful? I, I, well, I know that the girls always thought he was cute. Yeah, but like I, I don't know. Chris Cornell is a name in the music industry, but I don't know anybody who buys Chris
1: Cornell albums. No, Chris Cornell albums don't sell, but he's a good yeah. front man for a band because Slave had three good albums with him in the front of them. Yeah, but— He just can't do it on his own.
2: He can't do it on his own, so I don't understand why people think that he, he's like this—
1: Well, neither could Steve Perry, but he was still fucking Journey, man. He's fucking Journey, man. <laughs> See, man. He was fucking Journey. Yeah, I, and Journey was the shit. So, anyway,
2: I think uh, Soundgarden did not have as many hits or as many good albums. Super
1: Unknown was the only album, right? Bad Motorfinger was alright. <laughs> yeah. 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 But Black Hole Sun is a fucking chore to listen to. Because the same, ex- it, 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 they expressed the same thoughts through Fell on Black Days. And, amazing uh, song. Which is an amazing fucking song. And The Day I Tried to Live. Amazing song. And Both they, way it, better songs. Way better songs than Black Hole Sun. And yet, that's the one way. Matter of fact, there's a trailer out now, isn't there, that uses Black Hole Sun? Like a, a slowed down, gothy kind of version yeah, of it? Yeah,
2: and it's, uh, it's got some Lord sounding chicks oh, singing it it, it it might be Lord. Is, that, is that the
1: fucking mockingjay? No, I, I don't know.
2: Is that the, is One that of the song they're using
1: for Mockingjay?
2: I don't know. No, 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 no. It's not.
1: Black hole sun,
0: won't you come? And wash away the rain. Black hole sun, won't you come? Won't you come?
2: I remember, the, I remember the, really, the I was video, to, the video is so terrible, but everyone's like, oh gone. god,
1: dude, you see that video is so trippy, dude. Well, I, it, it, those, that was cutting edge visual effects from, what, 95?
2: It was, but I'll tell you right and now, you it's, watch, it's oh, a no, I, good song. I,
1: I saw it actually, when we went to Austin, uh, I, I drug uh, Piquita to a, uh, uh, they were running like digital projection, it was a crowd sing-along at a movie theater. And it was nothing but 90s stuff. And of course, it was nothing but the most obvious 90s stuff. So of course, they had to have that song. So watching that projected on a screen makes you very aware of how far CGI has progressed in the last 20 years.
2: And here's another, man, we're going way off topic here. Here's another thing. How come Nine Inch Nails is still getting airplay if that music isn't actually as good as I remember it being? Like, why why is Chris Cornell still putting out, you know what I mean? Like, in my opinion... That was like the end of the music industry. Was were those bands? That's it. Mm-hmm. Then that's when you started getting into the MP3 era, one hit wonder stuff. Whereas like Tool? Tool can, Tool sold out Toyota Center. Yeah, why is Tool selling out Toyota
1: Center? It doesn't make sense. It's because yeah, Tool, was, still Tool good. was supposed to be yeah. Tool was always when I was you know younger. They were like the inside band. Yeah. They weren't like people that people didn't wear Tool shirts. Every, like I see tool shirts everywhere now, yeah. and that band broke up almost ten years, or they haven't released anything new in almost ten years. But people are still wearing those shirts; but they still are passionate about that band. And I still hear Schism
2: and and uh, Sober. I still hear these songs played on the radio. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's got to be something to that—that that those songs are still being played. And I know it's probably our age group, own cars well, are no, still it, listening it, it's to the radio. That. I guess it's, so. They're playing to us, but
1: that, like, for instance, like Lady Gaga. I liked her first two albums, or I guess you'd call it one and a half, since one was like a extended re release. Um, and I like some of the stuff that Katy Perry's done. I like some of these, you know, big female acts, right? Well, it used to be those would be kind of the guilty pleasures. You'd want to be into a band like Tool, and you're like, yeah, I'm into Tool. But I really kind of liked that song that Taylor Dane had. You know, it would just sort of be this guilty pleasure. But now, like literally, you listen to one of those acts, and they're just better than everything else that's out right now because everything else that's out right now and being promoted is kind of terrible and you would think that you'd have in the age of mp3s you think you'd have greater diversity it's like let's find a good catchy song that people want to listen to but it's like no they just don't even try anymore they just like if you've got a proven person they'll just throw out a bunch of music by that person and then that's it they don't. it's like they're not even trying to promote music anymore they're not yeah, even trying to, like back in the 50s and 60s, you'd have all these acts where, you know, you wouldn't even be able to keep track of them. There'd be, you know, this person gets a hit, and this person gets a hit, and there's all this variety. And now you would think you'd go back to that, that type of era, but no, they just keep pushing the crap, and at least the good, poppy, melodic crap is worth listening to, but they're not even trying to find anything actually interesting. It's like, I don't think that the music industry has yet figured out what to do in the mb 3 era, so they're just not trying. They're so lazy. They just throw out whatever. That's what I'm saying.
2: And and it's so easy for them to find a new I mean, one-hit wonder that yeah. it's just like, okay, well, we, we can let you go away because I'm going to – I've got – my email is completely flooded with – shitty producers who have their next star and I'll listen mm. to five or six of these and I'll find the catchiest one and we'll release them and sell a shit ton of mp3s and but, then you can go away and I'll have got somebody else to take your spot
1: but it's also I you don't, don't have to think, work, you don't have to work as hard to find Well, but there's another thing too. I don't think you're trying to find new acts. I I do think that the millennials have a greater appreciation for the culture of past generations than any other generation had, you know, for their predecessors. And I don't think they're, they're trying to sell the new music. I think they're perfectly happy to sell the Beatles track for 99 cents. The millennials will buy that. They may not know this music that we know, but they know the hits, and they're buying those hits. So why go out and promote a new act when people will go and find that Nirvana track?
2: Um, I think there's something to that, too. I wasn't necessarily thinking of the millennials. I'm thinking of uh, Little Timmy with his, uh, with his parents' iPhone 5s. Does he? They does got, the handed, they got to music? They got handed down to him. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Um. Which is why his favorite act's YouTube video has one billion hits. Right. Mm. Because instead of downloading the MP3, he just listens to the video on YouTube over and over yeah. again. You know. Uh, so there's there's a market there that we're just not in tune to because it's a piece of shit market. Get off my lawn. But so I think that they are. I think that I, I think that the music industry is seeing so little return on them. They're just expending the least amount of energy to find them. And that works out perfectly fine because any Joe Blow on the street can go buy a fucking mixer and a microphone and edit and produce a perfectly professional sounding piece of uh, music and send it to a, a music label. I mean it's so easy – that's what I'm saying. It's so easy to produce. You don't have to listen to some piece of shit mixtape that a band made and try and picture, okay, if we put them in an actual studio with a high-powered producer, could this work? You don't have to do that anymore because any fucking asshole can and can make a perfectly crisp, clean sound because the technology has just gotten there. So I think it's just so much easier uh, to to just – build a, a nice little catalog of, of artists and then just throw them away as soon as you're done and find a new catalog of artists mm. and have them produce the exact same sound and shit. So I, I, what I'm saying
1: is music sucks. Well, it's like you you mentioned Nine Inch Nails. Trent Reznor, when he did Pretty Hate Machine, You know, he pretty much did that himself. And it was it was considered an incredible accomplishment for him to do all that stuff where he's having a little cut tape to make yeah. that shit happen. And today, he kind of looks at his his like the Nine Inch nail stuff is kind of the junk and he's really gotten hot for his soundtrack work now he won a fucking oscar for it so yeah. i can't blame him for that but again he used to be he'd have to sit there and actually cut the fucking tape and and do turn you know twist and turn and make this stuff happen and pull his production together in his little studio today any asshole of the computer can do the same thing it just it's it, you you can't recreate those times but you also don't seem to have anybody out there who can continue with that it's like they, you can't find somebody who can find that new sound and continue to produce that sound and be distinctive from everybody else. It's so easy to just copycat them that nobody's even seeming to try.
2: But that's gotten okay, and that's the problem. It's gotten okay.
1: Yeah, and, that, and it is a big problem because I'm sick to fucking death of hearing somebody pulling a sample off of a pop song from 20 years ago, looping that, and then trying to say that's a song. Yeah. This fucking Anaconda bullshit, for instance.
2: Yeah. That is horrible. It's it's terrible. Yeah, but they make a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. It's fucking shame.
1: Well, it's great when you find something that was catchy and then you just repeat the catchiest part. And numbskulls will fucking it's buy It's really that shitty. Shit.
2: And and it's not like we didn't like like you just said. You know, there there are tons of samples in the music we used to listen to. But there had had to put work in to do that shit. Like well, no, Paul's boutique. Just, again, Paul's boutique was the same yeah. way. It was the fucking Dust Brothers and the Beastie Boys cutting up. Hundreds and hundreds of samples and taping them together to create these songs, and it's just that's that was your Darwinism because yeah. people couldn't do that shit and they didn't have the pace to do that shit and they couldn't do it and make it work. Whereas now it's just so fucking easy
1: to do it. Well, no, it's not just that because you could you could do that now and make some great music. There are two problems. One, well, is I, I don't know the if Supreme one. Court, but. It was, you, couldn't, you, you, yeah. you You can't just take those little samples anymore. You've got to actually pay every single fucking person, which when it comes to a tiny little snippet of audio just doesn't seem fair. You'd think that fair use would come into play there. But also they just don't have the imagination. It makes more sense to instead of create a new piece of art, even if it's a portion of found art, it just makes more sense to take something that's already been successful and just loop it. it, yes. it, it it's safer. It's easier. Why go outside of the box?
2: Yeah, and I, I heard that criticism when uh, Watch the Throne came out, which was the Jay Z Kanye yeah, West mm-hmm. collaborative.
1: Uh, and I will say though, but just real quick, Kanye West, I still enjoy his work as much as a horrible, just just completely insufferable person as he seems to be. He actually can put out an album that I want to listen to.
2: Yeah, now he's a, he's a producer who. Who is obviously very picky about it? You know, he's he mati- sees himself he's as an artist. He's, he's not, meticulous. Yeah. He sees himself as an artist. He takes himself seriously. He doesn't want to make a bunch of shit that sounds like everybody else's shit. He wants to make the shit that other people copy, um, which is getting rarer and rarer. So, in that respect, I absolutely do respect him. But what was what was their big hit? The the video where they're riding around in the fucking Maybach that they chopped. Yeah, the
1: I can't remember
2: that one.
0: Don't you agree
2: Otis. Otis was one of the big songs off that album, so they sampled I was
1: never going to remember that.
2: <laughs> but they co- oh Okay. they copied. Oh, they copied one of yeah They copied one of Otis Redding's hits. It's like you didn't even go deep into Otis Redding's catalog. Yeah. You picked the hit that everybody knows. the,
1: the hit the that everybody hit knows. It's like knows. that are sitting on the dock of the bay. And that's the one
2: you cut your copy of the loop. So, it, it, even in that respect, it you just it, you pick the low-hanging fruit and it just it's a shame. It's such a letdown when you hear shit like that, in my opinion. But none of this is going to make hey, a podcast he, ever.
1: at least when he at least when he sampled Ray Charles, you know, he he didn't go he didn't he wasn't fucking George on my mind when did he uh gold digger song? oh right 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 yeah. yeah yeah yeah. so see that was a good one. Oh yeah oh that was a great sample i didn't even know that fucking song he yeah. introduced me to that song i have it now
2: retroactive it's pretty cool well
1: it's great when when new music can introduce you to old music it's a shame when all they do is repurpose old music
2: and the famous old music that everybody knows yeah
1: yeah again don't fucking cover smoke like dean's spirit Child of mine.
2: Man, you should have got me a fucking fluorescent yellow one so I could be like Axl Rose.
1: They didn't have fluorescent yellow one.
2: Do you think he has like a copy? Do you think they have like a like a he has like some sort of patent on that or something? Ooh 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 sweet love
1: of
2: mine.